Well, good morning. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday so far. I hope you had a great Christmas yesterday. Mary Alice, I want to go to the book of Philippians chapter four today. And before we go there, let me just talk about what's on my heart and mind. I have watched through the years as this can be a very difficult week. You know, we kind of rise up to Christmas, the Christmas holidays, we have all kinds of expectations. But then sometimes after Christmas, there's a little bit of a letdown. And I think as we discussed last week on Noah's window, there can be a seasonal sadness uh, and despondency that can creep in. I, I still think that a lot of that's because of the short days yes. and the cold weather. Um, and, and that's for another discussion. And it's for people way smarter than I am. But I do know this. I know that when I get down or kind of blue, the word of God is a great resource for me mm -hmm. uh, to help me reset. Reset's a big word for me because there are times when I feel like my heart, my mind, my attitudes have to be reset to what I call manu manufacturer's specifications. You know, God did not build me to be despondent. He did not build me to be unhappy or down. That doesn't mean that I'm not, uh, it doesn't mean that I'm always happy or it doesn't mean that I don't get down sometimes. I just am rem remembering that God has built me in such a way to have a sense of well-being in his presence. And so because this can be a challenging week and, and, and you know, I think sometimes fatigue is part of it yes, too. Yes, yes. Because so it could be, could be that you're watching on Noah's window today and you're like, Mark, I am down today, but I'm just exhausted. You know, I've had all kinds of preparations to make, or maybe you've done a lot of mm -hmm. cooking, or you've been entertaining, or you, you know, you, you just may have had so many things going on. Well, I want to take you to what I, I look at in the scripture one of the, as to be one of the great resets. I've always shared with you that Philippians is my antidepressant in the Bible. And, and by that, I don't mean if you're on antidepressants, I'm not saying you should get off and just read the book of Philippians. You know, stay on your medication and read the book of Philippians. But uh, let me read beginning in verse four, where the Bible says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you're considerate in all, in all you do. And someone can say, well, Mark, this is a, such a painful world. I don't know if I can rejoice. Look at the next line. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. You know, there are yes. a lot of broken things in this world that are never going to be fixed. But the thing that Christ followers can always do is remember the Lord is coming soon. And that's going to he's going to fix all that. But now verse six, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, let me just touch that last part first, and then we'll go back. Where the Bible says, his peace will guard, garrison is the actual meaning of that word, your hearts, that's your emotions, and your minds. So that's a great promise. Now, notice, Mary Ellis, what it tells us to do in order that we can have that garrisoning of our hearts, our emotions, and our minds. The Bible says, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Really, to me, it kind of boils down to those two commands. Tell God what you need. Mm -hmm. You know, what I discover is my anxiety gets worse when I let it just spin. Mm -hmm. in my head and try to figure out things You're on trying my to own. Out well, you solutions. know that. Yes. You, you live. <laughs> well, I'm a, fix, I'm a yes. fixer by nature, mm -hmm. right? Right. I mean, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And so I feel the responsibility, not only of, uh, of my world, I feel the responsibility of everybody's, everybody's world. Everybody's 
know, if somebody else is having trouble, that, that troubles me until I can figure out what I can do to help them. And sometimes I'm not sure it's really help. What do you think, Mary Alice? Bet your, your motives are. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind of you to say. But, you know, there's a time for us just to say, this is too big for me. Mm-hmm. And tell God. Notice that we don't have, we're, not, we're not responsible to tell him how to fix it. We're just responsible to tell him what tell we need. Tell him what we need. And I, I think many times, to be honest, a lot of my prayer is I'm telling God what would work if he would just mm-hmm. do it. You want God to sign off on your plan. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to help him. You know, I'm telling him. <laughs> I, I, I've, I found a lot of my prayer is God, as we tell, asking God how to, you know, telling mm-hmm. him how to do something instead of just telling him what we need. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I can't remember the last few days. Um, but I've kind of been on a prayer journey this year. And one of the things I've really learned and even just recently saw it in the scripture is our prayers. I think we misunderstand sometimes. I think we are hesitant because we it, it sounds like either God might be too busy or he already knows. Why should we? But but what I've learned is that our prayers are actually an offering mm-hmm. and an act of worship. And so when we are obeying what we're instructed to do here, to go to God and tell Him what we need and to thank Him for what He's done, that's an act of worship. And it's actually an offering that we bring to Him that He saves, by the way. That's a great That's a great word there. We saw that in Revelation the mm-hmm. other day. When we were reading, reading that, Revelation, right. We're seeing that God collects our prayers. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is sweet fragrance. Our prayers are sweet fragrance mm-hmm. in heaven. I like that, Mel. Tell the Lord what we need and then thank him for what we've, what he's done in our lives. Notice that we're not, you know, we don't necessarily walk away from that prayer experience with knowing how God's going to fix it, but we have done what he asked us to do. That's right. And then the Bible says his peace will guard our minds because we know we've left it with him. And you know, when we start listing all the things that he's done for us that we want to be thankful for, it builds our faith. Yeah. You, know, you said something a minute ago, Mary Allison, I know a little bit about it because you've not talked about it, but you just had a real burden on your heart to commit seasons of prayer uh, to the Lord. And you you and I watched as God has answered some of those prayers this Amazing year, things prayers. that perhaps we had almost given up on. Yes. I don't mean that we, we quit. It's just we, well, it's we like, never and we never could have dreamed the way God orchestrated things and the miracles that he's done. That's right. We never could have dreamed. You know, there's a song we sang when we were young called He Giveth More Grace. Mm-hmm. And I love that line, that lyric that says, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, resources mm-hmm. our Father's full giving has only begun. Mm. And I've watched that as you prayed this year, you know, there are situations where we've reached the end of our resource. We've reached the end of knowing what to do. And, and maybe yet, God was just waiting for us to get to that point. <laughs> because we know everything that we saw was God. Yeah. Because it certainly wasn't us. That's right. We have watched. Her. We have watched God answer some huge prayers. Mm-hmm. So one more time, let me just say this: and on this uh, Monday after Christmas, if you're going through a difficult day today, take these words to heart and just tell God what you need. Yes. Just just tell Him what you need. You know, if there's something that's broken in your world, if there's something that's broken in your heart, something that uh, is just burdening you, you know. For all of us, I deal with anxiety, and a lot of people think that's fear. It's not. It's a chemical thing. I'm not a fearful person. It's just there's an emotional energy in in the brain that just keeps running, and, and then it'll it'll attach to this or that. And depression can be the same way. Depression is not necessarily being sad. It's it's often a chemical uh, issue in the brain. I, I just think that 
we would be helped if we would bring our petitions to God and leave them with him. And, and I'm not saying that that's going to cure depression or cure anxiety. And one more time, I'm going to say, if you've been prescribed medication, by all means, stay on that medication, but use what you're seeing here in the word of God to help. And I can just tell you, it's been a blessing in my life to just whatever's burdening me to instantly just take it to God and leave it with him. And then thank God for all the things that he's brought me out of. You know, I've discovered in my life that the more I'll just sit and catalog God's answers to prayers in my life, the more it will actually help my state of mind. I do. I really do believe it builds your faith. It does. And, and when you're facing the next difficult thing, you're going to remember what yeah. God did. Yeah. There have been there have been times in my life where God called me to be part of uh, impossible situations. Mm -hmm. And what would keep me on the trail of that impossible situation was a miracle that he'd done in the past. I, and it, just to tell you the one that's on my mind, you know, for those of you who've been at New Spring for a long time, you've heard me tell the story of the miracle of the land, you know, and, and I've told that story and, and everybody laughs and celebrates every time I tell that story. But God gave us millions of dollars worth of land for $300,000. And the, really, I've had business people in Wichita say, you guys got the best piece of real estate in Cedric County, which we did. But that was just the beginning because that was in 95. We didn't have our first service there till 99. So from, you know, from 95 to 99, we were trying to figure out how we would ever pay for a building. And it was always impossible. But in those times when the building looked impossible, I would say, well, the Lord wouldn't have allowed us to have the land if he wasn't going to make it possible for us to have the building on it. And I think there's there's that benefit of looking back at the things that God has done in our lives that let us know that the impossibility we face today, the God that brought us through last time is not going to leave us by the side of the road this time. That's true. That's true. And even when it involves maybe a family member or situation that seems impossible, God can still work. We just need to trust him. Those are the hardest, aren't they? They are. <laughs> That's more challenging than finding land or, or building church buildings, you know, just to deal with situations where people you love very much and you want them to be successful and you want them to be blessed. And, and sometimes they can pull back against that. But our God is a mighty God. Yes, he is. And he can work. He works at night. And what we were just celebrating this morning, we have a, a niece with a very serious disease who was um, not, but just a few years ago was at the brink of death, was was on a, on a life support for longer than anyone is ever supposed to be on a life support. And God did a miracle in her life. And we don't have the time to detail all of it right now, but it truly was a miracle. And she is healthy and strong. And we're celebrating because this week she's going to be, they're going to, she and her husband are adopting a baby. And uh, we just see miracle after miracle. Yeah in their life and, and in others. And so we know that God can do miracles um, and we just need to trust him. It might not look like we think it's going to look, no. but he has a better plan even than what we could come That's up with. That's right. Well, if you're a little down today, just open your Bible and turn to Philippians chapter four and read verses three through seven and let God just speak to your heart because yes. our God is a God who will meet us in our difficult moments and we can tell him anything. You know, God... God is open to anything we want to tell him. And we can tell him things we can't tell any other human being. That's Sometimes right. we actually communicate in prayer things that we can't even put into words. That's right. You know, but he understands. Would you pray for us, Mary Alice? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we come to you today as we get ready to end this year, begin a new year. Father, we know there are so many challenges. There are so many difficulties. There are so many heartaches, um, illnesses, and 
just difficult challenges. But Father, we want to remember how faithful you are and how powerful you are. And we want to bring to you all the things that we're challenged with right now and know that you are a big God and that you are stronger than any problem we're facing or any situation. And we do want to just just take the time to thank you. You've been so good to us, Father. You just lavish your blessings on us day after day. We've seen your blessings in our life, in the life of our church, and so many of the people that we know and love. And Father, we are just amazed at the wonderful things you do. And we're just so thankful for this promise you've given us that you will uh, put this guard around our heart and our mind. And we need that so desperately, Father. And I just pray that each and every one that's watching or listening today will take this challenge to heart and, and talk to you and tell you what's on their heart and mind and celebrate the things that you've done for them. And we know that's going to make a huge difference in, in their life and in our life corporately. And Father, we just once again want to thank you and uh, thank you for the courage that we had to face the future, knowing what a good God you are and how you take such good care of us. And we're going to thank you for the future, knowing that you have it under your control. I pray that you again, once again, would just be with each and every one. And we'll uh, be careful to give you all the honor and glory and praise for everything that you will do in the future. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Allison. Thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless. See you soon. Thank you.